Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage the Rage Lewis. I think this might be my 50th episode. Hold on. I got to figure that out. Ah, my head is clogged. I've got a cloggy head. I don't, who cares? Who cares if it's my 50th episode? Oh, but that, but it, but it is kind of my 50th birthday. All right, I care. I'm going to go over to WMVU right now. I'm going to go over to my, uh, oh, wait, I know even where to find it. There's so many places I can find what podcast I'm on. Uh, podcast, click, clickety-doo. It is. It's my 50th episode. Damn, people. 50. 50 of this. An hour of this 50 times. You could write an equation. I don't know. How many hours is that? It's actually 59 minutes. But uh, that's good, right? I'm going to give you a little. Damn it. The cat needs to let in. Just hold on. Home. But let me tell you what, it's way better than the alternative, just working at the office. I'll let the cat in all day, every day. Because uh, <laughs> I get my kitty cat. I get to complain about him. It's something to talk about. It's pretty good. Um, it's a big episode, my 50th episode, because I figured it out. I figured out, I've, I've cracked the code. I have, uh, I have determined, I have solved the riddle of the problem of the Sphinx, the problem of society, and I got it all figured out, and we're going to, I'm gonna, just going to lay it on you, so sit down, get a bowl of popcorn, and that's it. Omi is here in the house. What is up, Omi? It is good to see you. It is good to see you. Um... One of the darker times of my life this week um, came to a realization that uh, the system of America doesn't care about people. Uh, okay, can't, uh, Omi wants to know about what happened the other day with the camp removal. I will definitely tell you. Uh, and in fact, that's what led to this entire kind of darkness. It, it, it had been growing. It had been building up and building up. And then this week, it got to a point where I was just like, this is the most evil thing I've ever seen in my life. So I'm not going to divulge any secrets, but I will tell you this. When uh, a friend of mine is having a, a hard time with something in the system, they love talking to me. They love calling me and being like, Sage, you aren't going to believe what the system is doing. And I'm like, oh, tell me about it. Just 
just rot my soul with the truth of the system. I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm like the uh, anti-establishment therapist. <laughs> Do you hate the system? Call Sage. 1-800-I-HATE-THE-SYSTEM. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. And it's not just one. It's like anybody that has something to gripe about the system, they call me. And I don't out them because I feel like they're divulging some uh, private information that they don't want to uh, divulge. And in fact, <laughs> there are, people are terrified of the system. People are, uh, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I can't, I can't divulge specific information because people have confided in me, I think, in a way that um, they don't, you know, they don't want to let the system know that they're upset because the system is the system, okay? Do you feel me? The system ain't no joke. The system is the power, the machine is the power, and we are just little ants, little mice, living at the pleasure of the system, okay? And anybody who is upset at the system is working with the system. Omi says the system is complicated to navigate. Absolutely, the system is complicated to navigate. It is, uh, it is the, I think I could write a, uh, the book of the system. The system will be difficult to navigate. There are many small systems that make up the machine. Yeah, yes, they do. Yes, Omi says that. And you're right that they, there are, there are many machines, but they all work together. Let's see. Uh, what kind of creatures work together for the larger system? Let me see if Google knows what I'm talking about. Let's just go see a video of, uh, no, nah, never mind. Um, the momentous transition to multi, no, no, I don't want to do it. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. The education system, the welfare system, that you are hitting it. You are hitting it. And in fact, Omi, every one of those systems that you mentioned, people come to me to bitch about. People that work in those systems, okay? People that are in the system come to me to be like, Sage, you aren't going to believe what the system did. And I'm just, it's like a, it's like a, uh, another episode of, uh, the Kardashians. I'm like, no, oh, tell me all about it. Just, just, just give me the, the dirt, the disease, fill my soul with the disease of the system. They're all cogs in the same wheel. Yes. Now, I think a lot of people believe this. I think a lot of people understand that the, there is this machine but for the most part, they live quite symbiotically and they get things from the machine, right? 
the machine becomes invisible to them. They don't really totally understand the machine. I mean, do you even understand how, like, uh, I, I'm not even going to say something like your car. Of course you don't understand how your car works. But, I mean, do you understand how your coffee maker works? Uh, Omi says she's got one of the l- lawyers to sue one of the school districts. That's excellent. 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 Suing is a good idea. Because I'll tell you, one of the uh, weaknesses of the system is that the system uh, believes in the system. The system will crumble if you can destroy the system. A simple machine, like a bicycle. Yeah, right. And in fact, isn't a bicycle interesting? Like literally you can see all the parts. I would, I would love to see you make a bicycle. Uh, that's exactly right. Like we are, these are all systems. These are all systems. And we don't understand how any of them work until you get in the middle of the system. And then the truth is beheld. The system is evil. And the reason the system is evil is because the system does not care about you. It cares about one thing, the system. And when there is an individual that the system is uh, not functioning for, the system does not care. A spoke on a wheel. Yeah, like, think about that. Just think about how a bicycle wheel is held together. You can put my fat ass on a bicycle and those those little rods hold it up. Have you ever even looked at the spokes on a bicycle? Uh, yeah, I mean, and think about the rim and how does the air stay in the rim? How does that tube stay in there? Do you know there's no tubes in your car, uh, tire? How do you think that even works? What do you think? Glue? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know how it stays in there. I hand my wheel off to a, a a tire guy. He takes it back into the machine. He puts my tire on the machine. He puts a new tire on it, does the around and gives me back, fills it up with air. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, thank you. That everywhere you look is a system in which you don't understand. And you don't need to understand it until the system doesn't work for you. Now, the beauty of it is the system goes to great length to make the system work for the people it wants to um, succeed or likes or puts up with. Uh, Omi says, I worked in the transportation department, the law firm. Tires were our department. Oh, damn. Okay. I still can't tell you squat about tires. (laughs) Well, you know what, though, Omi? You understand more about tires than most people because most people don't think about tires at all. They literally put their lives on the line running 80 miles an hour up and down highways on tires they don't understand. Can you imagine that? Do you understand that those tires are your entire life? You put your kid's life, your parents' life, your grandparents' life, and your life on the line every day based on technology of tires you don't understand. But they work. So why understand them? All you know is every day you get in that car, you turn it on, and those tires work. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that for many people, the symbolic tire does not work, okay? Millions of people. There's what, 300 and some, what, 20 million? I don't know how many people in America. It doesn't even matter. 320 million. I'm guessing the system does not work for 40 million, okay? Not an inconsequential amount. Not like, well, there's Bob, and Bob has been fucked by the system over and over again, and we try to help Bob, but there's nothing we can do. Bob just it doesn't fit into the system, so we're really sorry, Bob. There ain't no place for you, Bob. You're fucked. Sorry, Bob. No, it's 40 million people. There are 40% of, of kids in Akron, Ohio, that live below the poverty line. Okay, 40%. 40%. Do you hear that number? Can you get that number in your head just one minute? Sit in now at 40%. 40% of the kids in Akron, Ohio, live below the poverty line. Okay? 300,000. Uh, in Akron, there are 190,000 people. Okay? 190,000 people. 40% of the kids in Akron, Ohio, live below the poverty line. And I'm here to tell you, when you live below the poverty line, the system does not work. Okay? It does not work for you on a day-to-day -day basis. You're hungry. Your shoes have holes in them. You are moving around a lot because your family is getting evicted because you know why? You can't afford rent. So you can't stay in the same school. You're not getting enough sleep. So you're tired and now your teachers are upset at you. There are people begging you to start muling drugs for them. Why don't you just, that your dad is teaching you how to make meth to make ends meet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, the reason you don't know this or the reason you know it at all is because people like me are yelling it at you. But for the most part, there are 40% of the kids, if you live in Akron, Ohio, in your city, okay, within a 20-minute driving radius, of which you can drive on tires you don't understand, 20, take, if you drive around 20 minutes, you can go from end to end 20 minutes on Akron, 40% of the kids in that 20-minute radius um are living a life that is invisible to you. Because the system works for you. The system works for you, but for 40% of the kids in your city, it does not work. The system is crumbling over and over and over again. There you go. Omi, I'm a single mom. I've sold drugs to... Uh, to give my kids a house. I get it. There you go. There you go. Thank you for your uh, honesty. 100% you sell drugs to uh, uh, get food on the table. Of course you do. Why don't you ask the, the Afghanis why they keep selling poppy? Okay? They sell, they sell the makings of heroin because they need to put food on the table. They're surviving, not living. Exactly, says Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Yes. They are seeing the system broken every single day, but they are invisible. 
They are invisible. They are not on the evening news. They don't have a voice. And furthermore, for most of the upstanding citizens of America and Akron, they are judged. <laughs> it's good to see you, Michelle. They are judged, okay? They sell drugs. Moms are selling drugs. There it is. You heard it here first. Not black moms. I mean, they do it, of course, but white moms. White moms. What's the matter with them? Did you see the sting uh, that went on about, uh, let's see, Ohio sex sting operation? Did you see this? Uh, okay, here we go. USA Today. You can get USA Today, $4.99 a month. Largest human trafficking sting in Ohio history nets 161, including a city council. <laughs> uh, this, this came out, when was this? This was uh, October 5th. It is October 7th, as I tape this. A firefighter. A college professor, a Cleveland Area City Councilman, were among the 161 arrests. Not me, just for the record. I'm too lazy to buy sex, and I don't need that. And uh, my wife actually had a uncomfortable situation when she was young about a boyfriend buying sex in France, and it really triggered her. And so I've decided not to. Uh, uh, he was in the red light district in France. What are you going to do? No, not France, Amsterdam. I'm sorry. It wasn't France. It was Amsterdam. What are you going to do? Red light district. You're going to get a piece of that action, but my wife didn't like it. Uh, he lied about it. Never mind. Anyways, I don't buy sex. I don't. I do think about that happy ending at the massage thing, but I'm not doing that. I don't get massages. For God's sake, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. I don't get massages. I don't get happy endings. And there's no way I'm buying sex. I don't like looking at myself naked. Why would I subject that to anyone else other than my poor wife? Poor old woman. Deal with this. Attorney General David Yost, law enforcement officials from multiple counties, social service providers, human trafficking victims, met in Ohio State House on Monday to talk about the initiative dubbed Operation Ohio Knows. There's the system. Isn't that ominous? Ohio Knows. Week-long sting was intended to create a deterrent for those who seek sex for pay or profit. We want to send a message to everybody in the country. Don't buy sex in Ohio. Don't buy it. They fanned out. They contacted up eight Johns. Anyways, they found these people... Uh, and then listen, then they call them would-be victims. 51 women would-be victims. Would-be victims. You're a victim if you sell sex. That's the only reason you would ever do it, is you're a victim. Provided assistance by social service advocates. What do you think they got? Do you think they got a paycheck? Hell no, they didn't get a paycheck. It's not clear how many women were charged. 51! They all got charged. Don't be an ass. Most of the arrested were charged engaging in prostitution, a first-degree misdemeanor, other charges related to drugs and firearms. Uh, change in the law, state law passed in the spring requires that those convicted to undergo human trafficking education. I'd go to that. Uh, we cannot arrest our way out of human trafficking, okay, says Yost, noting that arrests are nonetheless important. So he just said it, okay? 
He just said we cannot arrest our way out of human trafficking, and then he arrests people. Hey, Christopher, I'll get to your question in one question. Hold on a minute. Uh, if there's no buyers, there'll be no trafficking. You think there's going to be no buyers. You think you can literally arrest all the buyers. He wants to people know that it's not a victimless crime because this man, this white man, happens to know everything about women. They're victims. They're victims. When you're buying, you have no idea who you're dealing with. The pimp, the trafficker doesn't show up, sit in the corner watching you. The survivor doesn't tell you, I don't want to do this, but if I don't, I'm going to be beat. Or if I don't, I'm not going to be able to feed my kids tonight. You're going to hold with, see, this is propaganda. Do you see the system sitting out this propaganda? You read this paragraph and you're like, oh my God, these poor women. Look, I'm not saying that uh, women uh, don't get victimized in the trafficking industry, but you know what would actually solve that if you gave a one little fuck about women? Legalize it. Legalize it. Give them a place where they can uh, uh, sell, tra uh, sell sex safely. Do you know what would end the uh, 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 overdoses overnight? Legalize all drugs. Do you know the kind of insanity I'm dealing with because people are taking really stepped on bullshit meth? Insanity. Insanity. It's adding to the darkness of my existence. Legalize it. But no, we all know the answer, but the system says that's not the answer. In fact, the system tells you it's a hypocrisy right now. We cannot arrest our way out of human trafficking, but the only solution we will do is to arrest our way out of human trafficking, which, of course, we can't do. See, do you understand the equation? A does not equal C. Arresting does not equal ending human trafficking, right? Okay, can you understand that? A does not equal C. Arresting does not end equal ending human trafficking. However, so therefore, we will continue um, arresting people to end human trafficking. Okay? Now, to you who don't buy sex and to you who don't sell sex, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This, I'm reading, I'm telling you how the system does not work and how they tell you the system does not work, right? Uh, Yoast, do, I, I'm do you need me to see it and show it again? I just because he says it right here. We cannot arrest our way out of human trafficking. If there are no buyers, there will be no trafficking. Do you see? Now, I'm just showing you this to show you that the system, this is irrelevant to you. You don't care because you don't buy sex and you don't sell sex. But to all the people, particularly the women, that this white man in power has said they are victims, we must end their victimization by cutting off a form of money-making. They're victims. Because that man knows uh, what is best for women, not women, certainly not sex workers. He wouldn't ask a sex worker, now would he? 
That would be ridiculous. Hey, sex worker, what would you like? Don't be stupid. He knows the answer. Stopping sex working. If there's no buyers, there won't be any sex work. It's the oldest profession in humanity. How does this guy think he's going to end the oldest profession in humanity? I would love to see him arrest everybody that's having sex. Like, let's imagine there's just a magic thing. Uh, a, a sex transition happens, and he it comes up in his computer. He gets a GPS to it. It's proven for a fact that guy gave that woman money. Uh, he gets to arrest just the people that are buying the sex, not the woman. Let's just leave her out. He's going to end because he's he just said you can't arrest your way out of human trafficking. Therefore, if there's no buyers, there'll be no trafficking. He literally said that equation. It's in the fucking USA Today, okay? Uh, I never sold sex, but I sold intimacy. Yeah, see, that's good. That's good. Of course there are women that are being abused. But the reason is not because selling sex is bad. It's because it is illegal. Well, the Supreme Court said as long as she provides a service other than sex, it isn't prostitution. I'm pretty sure if you put a camera on it and just sell it as uh, taping a, a porn, then you're fine. I think that's how I would do it. I'd put my camera on in the corner and be like, look, uh, I was as used as a child. Mm. I was used, yeah, okay, so... Uh, was in a tanning bed, so couldn't comment. Okay. Um, my point is that you don't care that the system is fundamentally flawed because you don't get affected by it. Yet millions of invisible people do. It's not just one guy. It's not just one woman. Not that that would be right, but it's millions. Okay. Millions of people are being affected by a system that is fundamentally broken. But you don't see it. You probably don't even know anybody that died of coronavirus. Maybe you do. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I know of. There was a teacher once, but not a friend of mine. I don't know anybody. However, the, there have been more deaths now of COVID than of the Spanish flu in 1918. And I don't know them. 40,000 people die in car accidents. System didn't work for them, but I don't know them. Do you understand? Because there's millions and millions of people, you don't see the tragedy on the tsunami level scale that is happening because they're not your friends. You are living in your middle-class life, doing your middle-class thing, while the poor people are living a life of extreme suffering at the hands of the system. Do you understand? Do, you, do I need to keep saying the same thing over and over again? Uh, okay, Christopher, who is running for mayor in 2023, by the way, Christopher is a really cool dude. Please get to know Christopher and Christopher's policies. My question is why Tara Sample's house has been shot multiple times and she and the administration still want us, don't want to support the police. They're really dedicated to their agenda. Okay, let's talk about the police system, okay? 
a great question. I don't think Christopher would be upset if I said that Christopher is a conservative. I think Christopher is a proud conservative. And I have nothing wrong with conservatives. I, uh, some of my best friends are conservative, and conservative ideas are as legitimate as liberal ideas. They just come from a different perspective. Okay. So why do you think now, you, do you know the answer to this, don't you, Christopher? It's because when they see, so, okay, 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 look. In the middle class world, the police system works because it's invisible to us. We almost never call the police. We don't ever need the police. And so we just see the police out there keeping society safe. It must be working. I'm safe. I'm, I'm safe. <laughs> That's all I know. It must be working. What the police are doing must be working. I'm safe. Um, I don't think the police have much to do with your safety, personally. Maybe a little. I mean, they do know, poor people do know that if you go in the wrong neighborhood and fuck with those people, you're going to fucking, the, 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 the hammer is coming on you. But, man, eh, no. No, they just steal from their neighbors. It's convenient. They kill their neighbors, they steal from their neighbors, and they keep doing it, okay? In the neighborhood where, by the way, Tara Samples says she will not now allow her grandchildren to come over to her house because there's too much gunfire. She lives in the system where she works face-to-face -face with the police. The police are in her neighborhood all the time. She works with them. Okay? She experiences police interactions all the time. And what I'm going to tell you is, is she knows that the police aren't helping. I was told, and I don't know if anybody on here wants to confirm this, but our police chief um, did a... Uh, uh, he went over to Tara Sample's ward meeting, took questions, and I was told, I was not there, but I was told that the police chief said that there needs to be more God and peep in the world, and there needs to be uh, more of, of, of people stepping up. I don't know what he said. I am only reporting that, okay? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Someone told me that. And a pro-police person told me that. Or, you know, right? Now, if the police chief is saying the way we're going to get out of this is through God and people doing the work, what the hell do we need the cops for? If we're supposed to be vigilantes... And take the, you know, stand up for what's right and pray to God. I think our new police chief is God. And we're the new police department. And 
Well, I don't know if that's exactly what he said or how he said it because I was not there, and I want to be very clear about that. I do know that that's a big part. Now, I didn't know about the God thing. I didn't know he was, like, big into God. But I do know that that's top on their list. People need to step up more. When you ask the police how we're going to make society safer, they say over and over again the people need to step up. They need to drat out their neighbors. Now, let me tell you something. As a person who is not being hunted by a drug dealer in their middle-class white lifestyle, that seems fine. But I don't know if you understand how drug dealers work, but they come after you, and they come after your kids, and they come after your entire family. That's just status quo. That's how the cartel does it. That's how you do it. That's how North Korea does it. So if you don't get that guy off the street by ratting him out, your entire family is in trouble. Entire family's in trouble. Serious trouble. And I'm telling you, as a person who has tried to rat out a drug dealer for cutting off, trying to cut off, nearly cutting off the leg of a friend of mine on my property and nothing happened to, I will never be doing that shit again. Fuck that. The system is broken. Okay. Uh, the, the just showed me my sexuality is something people want and it's a tool to be used. I bet those women got counselors. Those counselors got laid instead of giving the money directly to the women who obviously need money. Yeah, got paid, got paid. I see, yeah. Of course, of course, everybody got paid. Everybody makes money off of this stuff, right? The system works because the counselors got paid, the police got paid. Uh, they got a headline in USA Today, the biggest sting in Ohio's history. Everybody got paid. But what did not happen is those women did not get helped. Because what those women need is a paycheck. Because right now, if they're not in jail or didn't get now that didn't get a, a something on their record, they still can't pay for food for their kids, okay, or whatever they want money for. Okay, they're not upstanding institutions, says Zomi. Right, so. God hangs out in prisons. Yeah, of course. I think <laughs> prisons are always telling uh, having God in there. Um, what else have you got in prison except God? Um, so what I'm trying to get to you is the system is broken and corrupt and fails the very people that the system is meant to help. When your community, okay, your community's getting shot up, all right, your, your area, and the police tell you that what the problem is, is you're not doing it right, that isn't some sort of abstract concept to you. That is bullshit. Okay? You have to learn to manipulate the system in your favor. And that's leading me to where I'm coming right now. Okay? 
We do not live in North Korea. We live in a place where they count votes. Now, of course the system has uh, created a two-party system, so you think you're voting for a choice, you're not voting for a choice. You don't have a choice. You were voted for, uh, you're voting for two people in the system. Joe Biden, the only thing, the closest we've ever gotten is Donald Trump. Donald Trump fucked the system. Now, both Republicans and Democrats want Donald Trump out of the system because he's too powerful and the whole thing went wonky when Donald Trump got in there. The Democrats don't want Donald Trump in there and the Republicans really don't want Donald Trump in there because that was an aberration. They want it to play out like uh, Bernie Sanders. Get kind of close, but didn't really have a chance. Didn't really have a chance. Bernie ran twice, didn't have a chance, both times. Barack Obama was cool because he was black, but he was totally the system, 100% the system. They loved Barack Obama. They loved him. Perfect. And that's what Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is going to be, a black woman but she's still the system. She threw more people in jail than anybody. Black people. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm getting at? Donald Trump was the success. Yang, I like Yang. Yang is good. He's starting a new party. Fine. Absolutely. I'll take Yang. Yang is an outsider. Absolutely. Absolutely, I'd vote for Yang. Absolutely, I would. We must overthrow the government. We must overthrow the government. Let me say it one more time. We must overthrow the government. And by the government, I mean the Democrats and the Republicans. Neither are your friend. Neither are your friend. Okay? And you see it every day. You see this $3 trillion uh, Joe Biden wants to spend? Do you know what that is? It's his friends getting rich. The union's getting rich. He's sending the money down to his people. He's inventing $3, billion, $3 trillion to give to his friends. That's how it all works. Do you know why we don't have uh, health care that's affordable and decent in America? Because that would hurt Joe Biden's friends. That would hurt Barack Obama's friends. They make him, them, those two men, president. Talk to any doctor, any doctor, okay? And ask them what they think about Insurance providers telling them how long their patient needs to be in the hospital. A doctor, a rich motherfucking doctor, he doesn't get to tell his patients how long they get to stay in. Uh, so, like, 
Take a take a, a a knee or hip replacement. And you're on Medicare, okay? Your doctor doesn't get to say, hey man, you're not doing good. I need you to stay a few days in in uh the hospital. You're out. Same day. You're out. You're out. The doctor doesn't get to decide. Medicare gets to decide. And don't put this on Medicare. The insurance agency gets to decide. There is a um, new drug. My, my wife has lupus. There's a new drug. It's not covered in our prescription. I'm not on Medicare. I have private insurance. It's not covered. Got to pay out of pocket, and it's a lot. It's like $2,000 a dose or something like that. She can't get it. She's just waiting for it to uh, get on the prescription. It's been approved by everybody. It's not some crazy-ass drug. It's been approved by everybody for lupus. Can't afford it, okay? Because insurance providers decide what procedures and medicine you get. Not your doctor. Not your doctor. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is a product of the Democrats. Okay? They're all doing it. They're all doing it. Have you tried the black market on that stuff? No, not yet. I, she's got it. She's on a drug that's okay. It makes her sick every week. Like, pukey sick. It's like a, it's a malaria drug uh, that's a low form of chemotherapy, basically. She gets sick every week on it, but it helps. And she can afford it. We can't afford it, okay? My family can't afford the drug. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? My family can't afford the drug. But you don't know that because you don't have lupus. And it doesn't get reported. And even if it does get reported, there's so much of this that, like, I tell you this, you'll forget it by next week. It's not against you. There's so much bullshit in the system going on that you just can't even keep up. It's part of the process. It's part of the scam. If the system is so broke, you just keep saying, hey, look at how the system broke over here. Hey, look how the system broke over here. Look, And then you forgot the first thing that was broke. You just keep doing it. It's part of the plan. But for you, for the most part, the system's okay. Until it's not. Until the system is not, okay? Until your insurance doesn't cover you. Until you go bankrupt on your insurance, with insurance. But then you're just added to a statistic. You become invisible. Now you're just one of them, where the system broke, okay? Look, I have learned that... Uh, Poor People's Movement doesn't like me. I have heard that the uh, uh, Democratic Socialists don't like me. And the reason is because I'm coming for the system. Yeah, the system's not okay for you. Of course it's not okay for you. But you live in a quiet desperation over there. Nobody knows your story. Nobody understands your story. And it's not just Omi's story. It's millions and millions and millions of people. Too rich for food stamps, too poor to buy groceries. Yep, we're calling selling drugs. There it is. How many people 
live that existence. Of course you have to sell drugs. I want to sell drugs because I just hate what these street drugs are doing to people. These, these, these drug dealers are just capitalists. They learned it from uh, Apple and Nestle and Microsoft. Uh, ruthless execution. That's what a, 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 a company must be. Um, and so who cares if, if it's poison and it's making people insane and making them very, very sick? Who cares? You, you, there's so many customers, it doesn't matter. What you need to do is lower the price of your drug and sell it for the highest amount of money. That's American capitalism. Decrease the cost, increase the profit at all costs, okay? I literally want to sell drugs so that I can break that system, but I'm not going to. And people don't think we're drug dealers because we are moms that go to work and take our kids to school and have white teeth. Yeah, of course. Actually, that's really good. If you don't look like a drug dealer, that's pretty good shit. That's pretty good. Um, but you're a victim. Ask the white man. You're a victim, and he will come and put you in jail to stop your victiming. Being a victim. You're a victim, just like these sex workers were victims. I need to save you, says the white man. I need to save you by, by, by giving you... Uh, a felony or a misdemeanor. You'll get a felony for selling drugs, man. You know it, right? Um, felonies are no joke. And then, now because the white man has saved you from your victimness, you now uh, can't, you're, it's harder to get a job because you have a felony on your record. It's harder to get uh, an apartment because you have a felony on your record. But the white man has now saved you. See? Omi says, but people, middle class people come to use because we are safe. That's good. But still, from the bottom, and connects and willing to go where they can't. Yeah. You are, you are a great service to the world, right? Um, and they would vilify me on the news. I have friends that are doctors and social workers. And I've told them I've got, uh, I get killed or arrested. Don't let them vilify me on the news. Yeah. For sure they would. Well, don't you remember the uh, the women who got uh, caught? Let's see. Akron women drug dealers. Let's see if I can find that. that news. Uh, there were these two women. Let's see. Can I find them? Uh, darn it. Well, it was these two black women selling Coke, and there was a picture of it. And, uh, you know, they're evil. Of course they're evil. First of all, they're black. I mean, we all know what black women are like. We know what all black people are like, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, of course, right? You know that, right? It's part of the story. Well, I mean, these black women are no good. Um, it's good to be a uh, upstanding-looking white woman doing this work. I think it's good. I think it's the way to go. But you're selling to doctors and lawyers who want drugs. We all want drugs. 
They're making, I haven't done this in like three years because I started talking to lonely men on the internet for money and stuff. Oh, that's good. Still dangerous, less immediate danger. Very nice. I've heard about this, uh, that you're selling intimacy, which is great. Absolutely great. Um, and honestly, that is something I would consider paying for. Um, I don't need to, fortunately, but I don't think I would pay for sex, but I would pay um, to, for somebody to talk with me if I was lonely. Hey, it's Christopher. He's back. Just some information unrelated to anything. There's a job position for, uh, for leaves. $15 an hour. Free DCL training through the mayor's stepbrother <laughs> service department. Okay. Can you, uh, there was a couple words there that I didn't quite understand. It's $15 an hour. What is it? A city job? And you learned CDL? If you got the link to that, that would be amazing, Christopher. Uh, please understand Christopher's policies. He's running for mayor. 2023 and the primary and if he wins the uh, Republican primary he will go to the November election uh, against Horgan or whoever wins the Democratic thing yeah it wouldn't leave me the time I need to be there for my special needs child there you go there you go ah right so there you go so that's interesting that interesting so so uh, so thank you for saying that Omi so here is Christopher saying rightfully look there's a 15 dollars an hour job you're going to learn how to drive a truck and omi's saying look um i can't work outside of my house because i have a special needs kid doesn't that just knock down the judgment just a little bit you're like oh okay that's a little but if you didn't hear it if if omi says i'm not doing that job you're like ah omi's a loser omi's lazy no omi has a special needs kid can't work outside of the house okay the things that could be the choice Another thing that's contributed to the choices I've made. Okay, yeah. And then, of course, there are choices, right? But isn't that interesting? I mean, the choices we make, right? We choose to become a drug dealer. Why? You, you can say, yeah, I chose to be a drug dealer. I did choose to be a drug dealer. I mean, not me. I haven't ever sold drugs. But let's just say, you know, I chose to be a drug dealer. Well, there you go. You see, you made that choice. You shouldn't have been a drug dealer. Well, why did you choose to be a drug dealer? Well, um, I didn't know how to make money uh, for um, to pay medical bills and to pay rent and uh, to pay for food for my kids. And somebody said, hey, do you want to sell these drugs? And I'm like, how much do you make? And you know, they told me, and they're like, wow, okay. I, that would be good for me. And I don't have anything against drugs. Why would I care? What do I care? I use these drugs. or I've, I mean, it's, it's, it's freedom of choice. It's the libertarian thing. Um, Omi says I pay $900 a month in Kenmore when all your neighbors got vouchers. Okay, so there you go. So what should Omi do? Should Omi continue to sell drugs, which I know Omi's not selling drugs right now, or should Omi, uh, which is worse, selling drugs or selling uh, 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 companionship or getting a voucher? I ask any conservative out there, which would you rather Omi do sell drugs, sell sex, which let's just say she's not selling sex, but let's, let's just take Omi out of it. Let's say you, 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 you're going to consult with, um, you're going to consult with, uh, uh, a, a woman, right? Uh, she has three options, sell drugs, sell sex, or get a voucher. Which would you recommend? I made a choice to not have an abortion three times. Wow. I've dedicated my life to my kids. I make $300 in 20 minutes selling a sack 
to a CEO. There it is. Or I can work at McDonald's and make $300 a week and not be there for my school for the school meetings. Thank you for saying that, Omi. When it so we must understand these truths that the system does not work, is broken. And Omi is laying it out there. They want her to go work at McDonald's all week. And she has three kids. They want her to work at McDonald's all week for $300. The truth is she can sell some Coke to a CEO in 20 minutes and make $300 and gets to be there with her kids. What would you do in that system? That is the system. That is the system. Okay? You are being taught how the system works in reality. I can work at McDonald's for $300 or I can sell Coke to a CEO for $300. What would you do in Omi's situation? Be honest. Don't be a stupid asshole about it. Be honest. Be honest. Cocaine. Who gives a shit about cocaine for a CEO? This is an educated person. He's not a victim. Wants some coke. Whatever. I have a son I'm trying to prevent from being a criminal. That's not my special needs child. This is a troubled child I have in multiple programs. She takes hours of my life every day. There she goes. So, but there's the system, right? Because your child is looking around and being like, look at this place. This place is a mess. Because your child and you are faced with the reality of the system. We must destroy the ruling class. We must destroy them. Destroy them any way that works. I personally do not believe in murdering people. The reason is, there's two reasons why I don't believe in murdering people. I'm going to tell you why. Okay? I believe in not murdering people because, first of all, um, I have a moral absolute where I don't believe in hurting people. I just don't. I just don't. I don't like hurting stink bugs in my house. In fact, my wife uh, uh, mistakenly slapped a moth on her arm today, and we felt a little bit of sadness. We were like, man, she just did it by mistake. This moth kind of landed on her, and she's like, ah. She's like, ah, I killed a moth. That's the kind of family I live in, okay? We um, respect life, and human life is pretty damn awesome. I mean, obviously it's creating terrible systems and people can be terrible, but look at the brains of, look at the art people create. Look at the humanity they get, okay? Um, now, Elmi's dropping some knowledge, right? Uh, I also don't believe in, I don't, I believe that murder creates a vacuum. The number one reason I don't kill um, drug dealers in my neighborhood, okay, which I want to do very badly, very badly, I want to kill the drug dealers in my neighborhood. They're terrible, terrible people, okay? And it's not because they sell drugs. It's because they are evil and terrible. They do cruel, cruel, cruel things and torment their customers. The weak, oh, by the way, not the strong, just the weak. The reason I do not kill the drug dealers in my neighborhood is because it creates a vacuum. I'm not going to step in. I'm not going to sell drugs. And so somebody else is going to come in, and they're going to be just like the person that I killed. And so what am I going to do? Just end up killing drug dealer after drug dealer? It's going to get tedious. Eventually, I'm going to get killed because people are going to be like, that fucker Sage keeps killing us. Uh, we got to take him out. So I'm going to get killed. So fuck it. 
And the same goes with uh, the government. You kill a politician. If anything, now you look like an evil son of a bitch. It hurts your cause because now your cause is tainted with murder that most people don't agree with. And uh, it's just going to put somebody more like that person in there. So I don't believe in killing uh, for revolution. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's me. That's my choice. I don't know what your choice is. I'm not telling you how to revolt. I am not telling you how to protest. I'm sick of white people in particular telling black people in particular how to protest. Fuck that. You protest in a way that's meaningful to you. Now, I have no problem with uh, burning down buildings. None. Because I'm talking about humans, okay? Yeah, I'm watching Squid Games. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm going back up. Uh, I haven't. Don't you tell me what happens in the end. I'm not done. I'm not done. Do not... Give me the secrets of Squid Games, homie Kelly. Do not do it. I'm going to get back to your other points in just a minute. Um, I had a friend who blew up a tractor. It runs in my family. Uh, his, his wife divorced him, and he, she got all of the farm equipment, and she saw, he saw his, this new guy that came into his house uh, driving around his tractor. He tried to blow up the tractor. He did blow up the tractor, okay, but he hired somebody to do it. The guy didn't do it right and lost an arm in the process. I don't, and then it falls back to people getting hurt. And I don't know what the, the effect is. Like, uh, most people don't look on that favorly. I don't know how it helps your cause. Uh, you want to uh, rape and not rape, sorry. No raping, absolutely. If you want to pillage a store uh, during a tsunami, be my guest. I don't think it help, It maybe helps you feel better about yourself, a little catharsis. You're still going to go to jail, and I'm not going to say you shouldn't go to jail. I'm not saying that. Uh, you got to you pay. You do the crime, you pay the time, or whatever that little catchy phrase is, right? Uh, you know, you get it. Um, I'm hurrying because I got to wrap up. Um, I, I also don't believe in that. I believe it's cathartic. It makes you feel good. I might burn down a building at some point in time uh, if if I feel outraged enough. Black people that burn down targets, I love it. I think it's great. You pull down statues, I love it. I think it's great. I don't know how much it helps. I got no problem with it. But I also don't have a problem when you going to jail for it. I, I, I think it's very fun, very cool. I always I applaud you for tearing down buildings. Um, I applaud the, uh, uh, the, the, the uprising at the Capitol. I love that shit. I loved it. Uh, if you had, um, I, I think I love what the conservatives are doing. Honestly, I don't, I believe they've been highly misled that the, the election was not a fraud. Um, I have not seen any evidence. I'm looking very diligently into that, but I love that you got in there. You wave around your crazy ass flags and do your crazy ass shit. And you know, you kind of chickened out when the, when, when you got the time, you're like, Oh, I don't believe it in anymore. You know, you're kind of an asshole pansy, but, uh, whatever. Uh, that's on you. Uh, it would have been better if you would have stood up and still believed in your cause. You kind of chickened out at the last minute when the when the rubber hit the road. But whatever, it's cool. Um, I'm not doing that either. What I am going to do is I'm going to annihilate Dan Horrigan, and I want to ruin his career. I want to destroy him, and I want you to rise up. I want you, for everything in your might, to fucking vote. I need you to fucking press the goddamn button. I need you to vote. I need you to vote. I am going to dedicate my life to making voting the coolest thing ever. I'm going to give out fucking drugs. I'm going to give out fucking alcohol. I'm going to do whatever to get your fucking ass in the goddamn booth to press the fucking lever. Well, it's not a lever anymore. You fill it in. I love you. I goddamn love you.
I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.